Gravitain Podcast. Gain Gravitain, you have Jeff here. Before we dive into the show today, we have some exciting news that we've been holding on to. As of this month, Gain Grow Retained is officially part of the HubSpot Podcast Network, and this becomes a really important milestone for our community and brings more validation to customer success. Uh, something I love about the HubSpot Podcast Network is all the inspiring shows dedicated to helping professionals learn, grow, and scale their businesses. Uh, if you love Gain Grow Retain and want to check out other shows like us, I'm a big fan of First Mil- My First Million, I Digress, and The Salesman. Check out all these shows and more at HubSpot.com slash Podcast Network. Perfection. And I am joined here by our lovely co-host, Dan. If you could give a wave, Dan is going to help with the chat, facilitating discussion as we come back. But we are here today to talk about going above and beyond is our subject. So if someone could please give me a thumbs up that they do in fact see my screen here. Thank you so much for those of you who did that. So going above and beyond, it is defined as doing more than is required. And like I mentioned, I'm a transplant from hospitality. So this is something that is like really, really important to me. Very passionate about it for those of you who I've met with before. Um, I've worked in hotels, restaurants, casinos, theme parks, restaurants, country clubs for most of my career in both Las Vegas and Disney World. And I honestly got into customer success out of convenience. I wanted to live in Raleigh, North Carolina. Shout out to all my Raleigh people. And there's not a lot of hospitality in Raleigh. (laughs) There's not a lot of people who are like, wow, I really got to go to Raleigh. Like, that's not a thing. So uh, my husband, who is a customer success manager, I was like, what do you do for a living, dude? He told me, and I got into customer success. And here we are a couple years later. So it was truly out of convenience, and I've never looked back. And I tell you that just to say that I think a lot of us have so much to offer from our past lives as we come here. And that's really what I want to get into today. But before we do that, let's just talk about what, what, let's define this a little bit more and, and give you a brief history lesson. Going above and beyond is not new people, okay? We've all heard about a baker's dozen. Does anyone actually know where that, that phrase comes from? Like if you watch Great British Baking Show, like I do, you know, they start with 13 people. They eliminate two people. It's fine. Um, but that's 13 people. Why, why do we call it that? Well, it is said that in medieval times, there was a law that required loaves of bread to weigh a certain amount. And if you did not have your bread weigh that much, you were punished by law. So bakers started including a 13th loaf in every order to make sure that they just extended the weight limit and would not get in trouble, okay? So they were going above and beyond out of fear, all right? So it's like started back then. That was out of fear, okay? We're going to get to a place where we're doing it because it's fun, okay? Pineapples. We probably all know that pineapples are a global symbol of hospitality. You've seen it in hotels. You've seen it in fancy tourist towns. You've seen it in restaurants. You probably never questioned why you were seeing a pineapple everywhere. But if you're like me, you do. Pineapples became known as the global symbol of hospitality. Back when pineapples were brought over from the discovery of the Americas, they were brought over to Europe and they were highly perishable and they couldn't grow in Europe. So if you got your hands on a pineapple, you were considered someone of nobility. It became known as a symbol of wealth. So much so that King Charles II actually had this picture commissioned of him with someone on bended knee handing him a pineapple. And it became known as, the pineapple became known as something that you gave to your most honored guests, people that you always go above and beyond for. And that's why to this day, when you go to nice hotels, 
there's pineapples everywhere because it is globally recognized symbol of always going above and beyond. Let's take it to 2021. Look at this beautiful bread basket, okay? Um, when the pandemic restrictions lifted in May, my husband and I decided to go on our first trip and our first outing in a year and a half. And we, we did a quick road trip down to Savannah, Georgia. We went to dinner at the Pink House, if you've ever heard of that nice restaurant. And the waitress, she goes, I'll be right back with a bread basket. And she walked away. Now, during the pandemic, my husband and I got really into our fitness and nutrition. So we were like, oh, we're not going to ruin it over a bread basket because we literally cannot control ourselves with a basket of beautifully baked, baked breads. So I actually called the waitress over and I said, hey, do you mind actually not bringing it? We're trying to be good. That's all that I said. And her reply was, may I offer you a crudite platter instead? And it was a mic drop moment. We spent the rest of the meal talking about this moment in time, this moment in service, because all she had to do was say, no, I won't. Yes, I won't bring you the bread basket. But what she did instead was she heard what I was asking and offered me an alternative to solution to my specific needs, right? And isn't that what we do every single day as customer success managers, right? We listen to our customers, we listen to our clients, we're finding them alternative solutions. And you never know when those moments might come. This was a moment of truth that I didn't know was going to happen, but she, this waitress saw it and took action upon it. I literally offered her a job. I was like, come work for me anytime. Like you're meant to do this forever. Here's my phone number. And she's like, who is this crazy person? But it was just so amazing that she was able to go above and beyond in a moment I didn't even know I needed it. So what I invite you guys to talk about today in your breakout rooms, what does it truly mean to go above and beyond in customer success and in life, right? I just told you a story about a bread basket. It doesn't have anything to do with customer success, but it has everything to do with it, right? How can you genuinely exceed expectations for your clients, both internal and external, right? This is not just something you do for your customers. How can you do this with your team? And I want you guys to think about and share examples that you have seen or participated in, right? I just told you a story about something that happened to me a couple months ago. Maybe you've experienced, witnessed, participated in, or just heard of an amazing company or an amazing story in service. The reason I think it's really important to share these stories is it might spark an idea for someone else who is in a different industry and be able to create magic for their customer in a way that they didn't even think they could, right? And going above and beyond, it's, it's really hard. It takes a lot of skill. It's very easy to just say, yes, I won't bring you the bread basket. It takes extra effort to go, may I offer you a crudite platter instead, right? So when you get in your breakout rooms, um, let's skip the awkwardness of who's going to talk first. The person with the shortest hair is going to go first. Introduce yourself, what you like to do for fun. And the very hot topic in my house right now is that is a hot dog a sandwich. I'm sure you guys have like all seen that commercial of is a hot dog a sandwich right now. I'm pretty sure it's Taco Bell. And I, I need to know what you guys think so I can, I can win this argument. So please get in your breakout rooms and um, you can either nominate or just collectively decide who is going to speak when you get back. And I'd love for you guys to share some, maybe a story of a great example of service or something that you guys all thought about together of how when you get back to your engagements and your clients later this afternoon, what is something that you can do to go above and beyond? So if you guys want to screenshot this or write it down quickly, Dan is also going to help and pop into the rooms and drop it in the chat.
But does anyone have any questions before we get started? Who is so lit for this? They can't even, they can't even focus. That's what I'm talking about. All right, my friends, we are going to break out into five rooms. So please, again, there are the questions in the chat if you want to copy paste. And then when you get back, we would love for everyone to share and uh, drop me an emoji if you hear me and know what's going on right now, or a little reaction. And I'm going to put break you out into breakout rooms and we'll see you guys in, a, in about 30 minutes or so, okay? Enjoy. Thanks, Carl. Bye. Hey, friends. Okay, is a hot dog a sandwich? Drop it in the chat. Why or why not? Like, this is really important in my life. Can um, I just say that's a very American question? 100%. 100%. Like, we've, already I, got, we've already got enough culture wars in this country. We don't need it anymore. <laughs> Look, I don't know. Have, I think <laughs> there's two, there's already a yes and a no. And Jeff, it's just a <laughs> that is so true. Um, I apologize, Sophia. That was not meant. And please, I'd love to have your opinion as uh, regardless. I was gonna uh, say, yeah. You have to weigh in now. Yeah. Now we like really. Oh, that's a good question. Like, why, why all the hate for Hawaiian pizzas? They're amazing. Like, it was literally. Oh my god! You whoa, guys, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, let's you not guys get too controversial, Jeff. <laughs> You guys took the words out of my mouth exactly. Like I, I was saying to my group, like it's 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 the same question as you know where the pineapple belongs in a pizza. I think it is a sandwich since it has bread and stuff in between. So there we go. I maybe I'm being too simplistic, and I'll be happy to be educated on the finer details of the sandwich world. There's but, no uh, finer details of this. Zero <laughs> percent. Um, yeah. um, sandwich sommelier in here. So. Uh... <laughs> All right, my friends. Well, welcome back. We'll go ahead and share in uh, just a minute. So I know a lot of people have dropped off um, as they, as we, some people have calls, but before we do that, everyone could give a thumbs up to the screen. Dan's going to take an awesome picture. Ready, aim, fire. Beautiful. All right, my friends. So who would like to go first? Um, if you were in room one, if you know that that was your room, I don't know if it says if you're in room one, but feel free to unmute and go for it, someone. Bueller. I can start. I don't think we were group one, but we are um, now. <laughs> great. We are for sure number one, everybody. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Sophia, uh, Nick, and Chris were my uh, posse for this lovely conversation. Um, and what we talked about in regard to going above and beyond um, is. As a CS, it is often like that is our job. Like if we were to go and define, put our you know little uh, tagline in regard to what we do, like it would be about going above and beyond. And we talked about the importance of setting boundaries, not only for our like mental health and personal work, but also in regards to the organization itself. Um, and the responsibility of oftentimes like executive leadership to make sure that each department is kind of staying in its lane. Yeah. And what we talked about from going above and beyond is a lot of it we view um, in our role as CSs actually is not related to our external facing client relationships, but actually how we're operating internally mm -hmm. um, and how we're working cross-departmentally and how we are trying to 
um, enroll other departments in escalation cases for clients, how we are trying to coordinate with the sales team and the product team in order to make sure that there's um, clarity and alignment across our departments. Um, and a lot of our conversation ended up landing in this like internal space where, yeah, of course we're going, we're, we're trying our best to be proactive with clients, but that proactivity uh, really it shines through when there is alignment across departmentally and we're working with the marketing team to make sure that we're getting, um, we're taking customers on the right customer journey and we're making sure that we're getting that like ideal, that ideal client. So in one, two, three years, our lives are a little bit easier because we're not having to extinguish a lot of fires because we've been able to like be a voice of the customer to the marketing and sales teams. Yeah, that's incredible. Can we get snaps for Stephanie's group if you agree with that? Um, it's, it's a really great point that like when we talk about going above and beyond, we do that by default, like you said, in our job. But then we are the liaison to go back to a hospitality example, because is all I know. You're the concierge between you and your and the team and the client, right? So when you are that concierge, how do you earn your keys? Um, if you speak that language, hospitality too, is like, how are you, how are you doing that internally so that you are looked at in the same fashion as that trusted advisor? So I think it's a really, really good point. Did anyone have any like fun stories that they've experienced of great service or you guys didn't have any? Um, to be honest, we kind of got, we dove into this conversation and I actually brought up the fact that um, Jeff, is he still in here? I, oh, there he is. Um, I, he, I had the pleasure of being on Jeff's podcast. Um, gosh, it was probably like a month ago. Um, my background is in education and also in hospitality. Um, I've worked in like retail and um, I've been a server. And I was telling Jeff that like, so I reach into that back pocket of those three jobs every yeah. single day, every yeah. single day. <laughs> yeah, um, really interesting that yeah. we're all, we are all transplants. I'd love to talk to all yeah. of you about it. Dan and I had a great conversation about it. So yeah. thank you so much, Stephanie. Yeah. Do anyone from your group have anything you wanted to share before we move to what we are now calling group two? All right. We wanted to take a minute. And if you haven't implemented a CRM system into your business, now is the time. A CRM platform is at the heart of scaling your side hustle into your success story. CRM platforms take any customer interaction and transform that interaction into valuable data and insights, allowing you to strengthen relationships with your customers and grow your business. With tools for marketing, sales, customer service, content management, and operations, the HubSpot CRM platform is fully customizable for whatever your business needs. Use HubSpot to meet customer demand, align your teams, and work smarter without slowing down. With total control and over 650 integrations, HubSpot is totally customizable and purpose-built for businesses big and small. Whether you're just getting started or looking for all the bells and whistles, HubSpot is the number one CRM platform for scaling businesses. Learn more about how you can customize your CRM platform with HubSpot at HubSpot.com. Now back to the show. All right, my friends, I'm someone from another group, feel free to unmute. I'm, uh, I'm just going to go because it's another Stephanie. Um, so <laughs> hi, um, me again with the accent. I think the first week you thought it was cute and now it's like you're just hearing it over and over again. So it's me again. Um, <laughs> I still like it. So, <laughs> um, so my group was, um, who were we? Josh, uh, Sarah Noosh and Ashley. Um, 
just firstly, I, I really love this session. Um, I was saying in another um, life, I was a flight attendant um, with Emirates. And so our service training was, you know, off the charts. And yeah. um, that has just helped me so much um, with you working across different customers, cultures, et cetera. So, um, and I think we all probably have a similar background. Um, we had a really similar conversation, I think, using the word concierge and, and alignment with other teams. Um, something that we touched on really was about empathizing with the customer. So empathy and emotional intelligence, um, obviously, is a trait that you need to have in this role. Otherwise, you won't survive very long. Um, and really understanding what their broader goals are and aligning to those broader goals. So, you know, moving from support into customer success is really about making that person into a champion, making them shine. Um, as Josh mentioned, understanding what keeps them up at night. Um, and I like the question uh, in our group from Ashley, where she said, well, it's easy on these bigger strategic accounts to give a lot of attention, right, and to build this relationship with this customer. But how do you do that when you have a lot of accounts or you have these lower touch, smaller accounts? And so what we were talking about was using information to build confidence. Even if you don't have all day to sit on Zoom with this customer, the journey and, and something that I learned when I was flying is even though you have done this journey a thousand times, this is the one chance for this customer, right? This is their one experience with you. And so if you can use that information to create a journey of confidence for them, then that's going to stand you in good stead. And with everything that you're saying, you kind of need to be that expert in what you're doing, not in what they're doing, but an expert in what you are doing and how to contextualize that um, for your customer. And so I think that type of empathy um, is really great. And then I, Josh, I'm going to call on you to explain it because I, I won't say it as succinctly, but Josh has this theory of fence selling or throwing someone over the fence. Could you just? <laughs> uh, well, what I was talking about and, and Stephanie yeah. Kemp said it earlier was about having that synergy between other teams. And what builds trust is essentially consistency consistency of what we're asking for, what we listen to, and then repeating that back to people. So when sales has a conversation, understands the customer's needs, provides a solution for them, and understands the outcomes that are supposed to come from that solution, that can be handed over to the CS team. And the CS team can repeat that message and say, you know, they sold you this. This is what you're shooting for. This is what you want from that. Is that right? And they get a sense that, oh, from this consistency, there's a sense of trust in the plan that's being laid out. Mm -hmm. And I, we're, we're willing to listen more. Now, these are more for high touch accounts and, and customers. But what I call fence tossing is when, um, is when sales cuts it dry, just goes, here's your support person and throws you the customer over a fence where they land on their ass, basically. And you have to try to pick them up and dust them off and try to you know show them repeat build that over again because what's the most annoying thing in the world when you're dealing with a company right you tell one person your problem they hand you to somebody else and you have to repeat what it is that your problem is if you have to do that you're like i don't trust this company to get this done you know we've all experienced that so that's what i meant about fence tossing when you get tossed over the fence someone has no clue what happens on the other side 
I love it. So we're, we're talking about hot dogs, pineapples, pizzas, fence tossing, like they're, they're never going to let me host again. Um, let's give snaps for uh, Stephanie and Josh. Thank you for tag teaming that. That was awesome. Um, thank you for sharing. Uh, really great. And it, I, I really like Ashley's point. I think you mentioned it was her who said like, how do you do this for smaller touch accounts? Like that's the dilemma. That's the ultimate dilemma is like, how can you make magic for everyone and not just those who are paying you the most money? And sometimes it, it can be done in, in really creative ways. So um, we had other groups. Anyone else care to share? Hey, Gala, do you mind if, uh, do you mind if we go next, our group? Do not mind at all. I invite it. Please go ahead. Cool. So group four, it was with Brandon, Holly, Robin, and Nathan. Um, our approach was very different, and that's uh, really defining what it means to go above and beyond. Uh, right? It, we felt that there were a few definitions of what going above and beyond meant, and I'll go a little bit more in depth than that uh, later on. But we all agree that going above and beyond means exceeding expectations, being authentic, being present, as well as being listening. Um, but what does it mean to exceed expectations, right? doesn't necessarily need to be materialistic, right? So going above and beyond, you know, in, in my point of view, I've always thought going above and beyond was to give, uh, give some, give an object to someone, but um, it could be through a conversation, right? Where you're listening, very similar to your example, Gala, where uh, this waiter listened to you and uh, you mentioned that you didn't want the bread, so they brought you a different plate. Um, now, we also came to the conclusion that uh, going to, going above and beyond isn't a tangible metric, um, but instead it's something that you want to do as a person. Um, uh, it's something that you want to do with an intention of doing um, the other person something better. Uh, that way he or she could uh, feel as if they're bringing her, right? And that's, yeah, that's, that's essentially what, what we spoke about in our conversation. Uh, Robin, Holly Brandon, did I miss anything? I think we, I think you got it, but I think one of the things that we talked about a lot was about like being authentically present as with each customer. Um, and, and we talked about the Maya Angelou quote about people won't remember what you said or did, but how you made them feel. And, um, and so kind of that authentic, authentically present, you know, being yourself each time you talk to somebody, um, and that that's kind of how you for us, that's how you go above and beyond. Yes. And Eric, you made a really good point is like, this is a decision that you make every day when you wake up, right? It is a decision to say, yes, I won't bring you bread. It was a decision to say, may I offer you a crudite platter instead? And it's fine. Either way is fine. It's not always appropriate to say, may I offer you this instead? But when you go into these situations and like what my goal is for you guys to all leave this call with is just to, to make a decision every day when you approach work is like, in which situations can I potentially go above and beyond and create magic for that customer? A, a really random example that Eric, you just kind of sparked in my mind because it's not always financial, right? When I talk to executive teams about this, they freak out. They're like, we're not, I'm not trying to throw money at customers. It could be like you just said, a conversation. It could be asking them about, their daughter's swim meet that you learned about the week before. Um, I had a customer one time who I made a joke on a conversation with them on a call. I go, when you hit a million dollars in revenue, I'll get a tattoo of your logo, a joke. But what I said to myself was, 
it would be really funny if I actually did this. So I set a reminder in Asana. Sorry, Dan, I used Asana, not monday.com. And uh, I set a reminder in Asana to keep checking this guy's revenue. And when he started to inch up to a million dollars, I was like, well, oh my God. And so I went on a website, had a temporary tattoo of his logo made. I put it on, I took a picture. He posted on Facebook, on LinkedIn. It was like this whole thing, $2 guys, we're talking $2. And it, he will probably be talking about that for the rest of his life. I still think it's funny. It was really fun, right? And it's $2 and it just took no effort other than just like making the logo. So you can think outside the box of things like that and you never know what might happen. Well, even celebrate time. wins. You what? Celebrate wins. Yeah. Well, I, I want to add a goal and, and I believe this was mentioned earlier, but yeah, you, you know, people remember experiences, you know, whenever I go to a, whenever I go to a, a hotel, a resort or a restaurant, um, I want to remember the experience that I have eating the food, speaking to my partner, et cetera. Um, that's what drives me to go back to the place and, uh, you know, have more experiences. Once I have a bad experience then you know, I, I tend to stay away, um, you know, at the end of the day, um, I, I see life in relationships. You have a relationship with, for example, the folks that were that we were in a group in. We also have relationships with things that we do, whether it's going to Vons or going to your local supermarket, um, and that coincides with you know how the how you want to experience it or how the experience is is made for you. Exactly, that's such a good point. Uh, and yeah, Jeff, Cameo is a really good one. I love using Cameo for clients. We have lots of survivors on Cameo, by the way. I, Bryce just had a couple points from ours before we roll off here, so yeah. Yeah, please go ahead. Oh yeah, so um, thanks, Jeff. I think today, like, we talked about like how to segment what it would look like to go above and beyond. And I think I wanted to shout out to our team first. Um, so Aaron, he's actually not in a traditional CS role. He's going above and beyond because he's a SDR trying to learn about our role. Um, and then Jeff today, you know, he, he went above and beyond by letting all of us shine today. You know, he said he would, you know, usually dominate the conversation, but today, like he helped facilitate us and have all of our ideas and, you know, having me speak up today, um, which is not something normal. So thank you for that. Uh, Claudette has Zoom issues, you know, was being tenacious, going like really trying to come back to the conversation. So I think really today we had a killer group. And then to talk about actually what our conversation was, um, it's really like going above and beyond isn't isn't just an external, internal thing. It's all of those things. Mm-hmm. Externally, it's setting up, it's getting on the right foot. Um, you know, anyone that's new, like sending that fruit basket or whatever, like it's great, but it's really what it represents. It's it's starting that uh, relationship on the right foot so you can accelerate going forward and then internally we're um, we're making our team very cohesive building that trust so that we can go and help that customer very easily and we can cover each other's backs yeah. um, and then other ways that we can look at going beyond above and beyond it's it's not just like you know your metrics your kpis it's figuring out like what is going to be the best for the team um, i don't quite remember what Jeff had it's, it's like on the tip of my tongue but Jeff had mentioned oh having the difficult conversation um mm-hmm. you know that is something going above and beyond because that's very uncomfortable you know people don't want to have that conversation um and taking the lead taking the charge on that that it might seem like you know it's part of your job but it's 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 something that you're you're stepping out you're helping the team with you're taking initiative on that so yeah yeah that's really what we talked about today 
Awesome. Thanks, thanks everyone. Bryce. And thanks for shouting out your team, Snaps for Bryce and Snaps for Jeff on that shout out. Um, did we have any other teams that are on this call? I know we have yeah. a, a minute left. Go for it, Scott. Yeah, we, we had talked um, about a, a few different things. One is that we do generally have like smart goals. So we're looking to the attainable. If we also maybe have out a stretch goal that can give us a way to, by meeting that, exceed expectations. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, and we kind of simplified it as looking for ways you can be go beyond your scope, yeah. whether you help build a tool that does more functionality or you you can provide help provide more functionality than 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 would be there in some way by engaging uh, like a third party vendor uh, was the example Kevin gave uh, bringing in maybe extra um, people at a meeting such as a product manager um, that allows your your customer some direct feedback um, those yeah, kinds of things that's a that's great is that, that you can start you can plan those those uh going above and beyond moments um with your customers absolutely yeah. thanks for sharing scott team i know that we are at time i want to be respectful of it because we all got places to be go out there and offer the crudite platter and we will see you sooner than later thank you so much for contributing guys Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Gail. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to the Gain, Grow, Retain podcast. If you liked what you heard, please take a moment and share the podcast with your friends and colleagues and subscribe. We really appreciate it. Talk to you soon.